Tonight on this stage and around the room, you'll see some of our game's most memorable moments. They show what makes our sport so special, so raw, unpredictable and unfiltered. And as I can tell you well, you certainly can't script it. Fans can and they will debate the moments. They'll debate them fiercely. But what you can't debate is the music. The slow build of those early beats, the lyrics, the goosebumps. It's a great song for a great game. It's the most iconic soundtrack in sports history. It unites, it excites, and it inspires. It made football sexy, it made it real, and it made people fall in love with our game. The music, the message, and rugby league are still... It ain't no good getting low down when you're looking to get thrown in a can. Like driving 90 mile an hour, getting speeding tickets from the man. But I'm just mad about this girl, but she's gone and I'm mad at the world. I just laid a patch of rubber down the road about a quarter mile long. Cause I'm all fired up. I'm all fired up and lonesome. How is it possible to get fired up every year, Chris? I don't even know. There I was about to say my spiel, which is we live in troubled times, biblical, epic, pub, troubled times. We've got famine, feast, fire, flood, and virus now. And we come out with that, the greatest song of all, Goosebumps on Your Arms. When is Jimmy Barnes going to sing that? 100% Stephen I mean Todd Greenberg said it exactly perfectly that that song is the most iconic soundtrack in sports history Junior Brown Barnum. I'm all fired up by the way I have one question for you yeah. is a pandemic ever not global can you have a local pandemic yes yes and what do the margins say about that <laughs> I once it goes global does it go universal this this could be the precursor to what we've been fearing mm. ever since they were able to actually film stuff an invasion by aliens Stephen yeah, yeah. we're weak we're at our knees. Yes. I fear the worst. Yeah, vulnerable. Only rugby league will protect us, Chris. And one more thing I want to say. If Toddy Greenberg says it's sexy, that's nice <laughs> to hear because really sexy's been so... Sexy ain't back. <laughs> sexy's been buried dead, hasn't it? Uh, I would suggest yeah. that Todd Greenberg's beard mm. has been his attempt in the off-season mm. to be a little... A little sexy. saucy, a little yeah. sexy. We'll get to the we'll get to the cheerleaders for Manly in a minute. <laughs> uh, this is our this is our our funny flagship show on on rugby league on FBI. The show they tried to ban a few times. They tried to kill us a few times. We're back. We're here. There's every chance they'll kill those, us after today, yeah, Stephen. I think. For anybody listening, we started in 2004. Do the numbers. You probably weren't born then. Here we are, still doing it. I tell you what, there was a scandal involving uh, a rugby league club in 2004 on the North Coast. and no. uh, There's the echoes in 2020. Believe it yes. or not. Or not. We'll flesh that out in just a moment. Chris, uh, though, of course, trouble, uh, conflict, controversy is never far from rugby league. Uh, that's why we're here. That's why we exist. That's why we love it. Mm-hmm. Soap opera, mm-hmm. that it is in sport. And, uh, of course, uh, there's been a what I would call not so much a media war, but a corporate war, I suppose, about how to sell the game of rugby league this week. First of all, there was an ad put out by the NRL, which yes. featured a rework of Simply the Best. Yes. A revisionist approach, I that's, would have that's, you say. That, that's the other significant song in rugby league. Not as significant as I'm all fired up, no, but still, it's good enough. Mm. But that wasn't what Todd was talking about. No, he was not. Now, there's conflict about that particular ad, and then there's a war of ads. Fox have done their own ad. That's the first, first ever. Yeah, well, no, I don't think it is their first ad. I think you'll find they've done a couple of ads in the past. But sure, yeah, yeah. but on that scale? But in this sort of... The, the battleground, if I can use that word, taking the same song, and yeah. of course... 
in a happier time, in a simpler time, mm. Tina and Barnsley sang together. Together. But now, yeah. I think unwittingly, yeah. they stand opposed. Two yeah. versions are simply the best. Yeah. One, the ad showing the inclusiveness of rugby league with the exception of um, potentially the image of Latrell Mitchell draped in a flag. Mm. Fortunately, he was in an Indigenous flag. If he was draped in a South flag, that would have split the game apart. Man, that's, 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 that's beyond the pale. Right. Um, it's generated some uh, uh, controversy. Yes, uh, can I refer to... Well, look, let me say, Chris, that the, the whole world, the culture wars, we're, 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 there's a line straight down the middle. There's the pro- progressive, latte-sipping, green, lefties, you know, LGBTIQ, that whole community versus the old-school crusty cronies from, you know, News Corp and, uh, I don't know, the, you know... The, the, the Sky News. Sky News, 2GB, <laughs> all those old blokes that can't move with the times. By the way, I was at uh, South Juniors last night. It's interesting, they're now called the Juniors at Kingsford. Duh, don't tell me Nick Politis has got his hands on that as well, has they, he? they want to distance themselves from the South Association. You yes. know, it was set up a live OB for Alan Jones this morning, so we've missed that. Uh, really? We've missed that. We could have been there, we could have yeah. been having a bacon and egg roll and a coffee yeah. and hearing about what's wrong with rugby league, but... You, you described the divide, Stephen. Where do we sit? Well, Chris, you may well, we... you, may, you may well laugh at Alan Jones. He made the top 100 of the, of the Power 100 out this morning, courtesy of the Sydney Daily Telegraph. We did not. <laughs> Fire up did true. not. Okay. That's right. So, so we sit. Where do we sit in the middle of this divide? Well, I'm just I'm curious about this, Chris, because on one side you've got the likes of uh, Todd Greenberg, yes, uh, Andrew Voss, even Mal Meninga, progressive, forward thinking. It's all about inclusion. This game is moving on, uh, challenging the old stereotypes, allowing, uh, you know, as you said, Latrell Mitchell draped in a flag, a proud Indigenous athlete, uh, uh, the two female athletes kissing, Karina uh, Brown and Vanessa Foliati. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Look, I'm, Macklemore at the uh, the grand final. You just decided for me. I'm on that side. Oh, are you? Okay. There's the line. I'm on that side. Okay, right? so you're on that side. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Whereas I'd like to draw people's attention yes. to the likes of the John Singleton, who says that the NRL ad should be taken to the anti-discrimination yeah. board. Is the PC gone mad? Uh, no, no, I'm agreeing with him. No. Um, Paul Kent says miserable box-ticking exercise. I he, couldn't agree more. He's Mr. Miserable. Misery guts himself. But what worries me, Stephen, is the swinging voters. I mean, no, Mark no. Guy, he opposed it, but for technical reasons. Technical the main reason. reason being that he wasn't in the ad. <laughs> but uh, it's the swing voters that we need to focus on. So when, when I think swing voter in any sort of issue around rugby league, I think Buzz Rothfield. And here's what Buzz had to say about oh, the I'm very keen on this, yes. I liked it at first. First yeah. time I looked at it, I, you know, the music stirs you up and it was all the highlight stories from the last 30 years. Then I read old Kenty's column and I thought, I'll go back and have another look at his gripes. And you know what? He was right. Made a bit of sense. He did. Kenny's got some gripes, has he? Yes. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Miserable box-ticking exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's very interesting because in any political party or political movement, yeah. there is a hierarchy. You can say that we're all level and democratic and equal opportunity, but that's rubbish. Mm. And what I'm learning from that is that Kent trumps Rothfield. Yeah, of course. Right. But then you go to the voice of reason on NRL 360 on mm. Fox League, mm. and you want to get the answer about how do we resolve the issue of the NRL ad. You, you listen to what Ben Eichen has to say. Oh, my God. It's, it's, look, we get it wrong, don't... So I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that we, we don't occasionally, but when you come through the doors of a, a rugby league club, it's all different kinds of people from different races, different backgrounds, different cultures, uh, different religions. And what and man there's no judgment pursuit In the pursuit of a common goal. You kind of leave, to a certain degree, your own politics 
at the door okay. and you come together no matter where you, you come are. from. But Big Mal says you can't split politics and sport these days. They're hand in hand, Chris. <laughs> well, he, he, he realised. That's why he, That's why he retired uh, after 20 seconds from political life because he knew <laughs> that politics was going to affect his uh, ability to become the greatest origin coach of all time. Yeah. Uh, uh, assisted by someone who used to coach the Newcastle Knights, but we don't go down that particular route. But the interesting thing there is I can go is that we are an inclusive game. Doesn't matter your religious background, your political background, your racial background. This is what is great about our sport. So the last thing you want to do is put it into a commercial. Yes. Right. On the other side, mm. the Barnsey. Yes. How do you see the Barnsey ad? Well... Can I say it? And this comes as a disclaimer that I don't mean this, right? It's shot on the grounds that looks like Beirut by day. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I know you don't mean that. Or maybe some sort of, you know, African dictatorship-run country where there's nothing left but a couple of crumbly old buildings. I'm talking about the Allianz uh, state. Yeah, the Allianz pit. It looks like a scene from District 9. Yeah. And, and, and Hello ha- to my Lebanese friends, by the way. Yeah. We love you. And I haven't been to Beirut. <laughs> the- it's a phrase. It's a commonly used phrase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not yours. <laughs> no. You haven't trademarked no. it. No. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, the issue is that Fox League uh, famously is going through hard financial times and, you know, they've had to make some cuts. Hello, Brett Finch. <laughs> and so all the budget went on Barnsley. So yeah. all they could afford is a location. They couldn't do anything with green screen. They had to put right. them in the pit. Hey, it's just out the window. I know. But what doesn't it worry you, the, the, the occupational health and safety issue for that band? I mean, th- this stadium was built in the 1980s, Have we checked for asbestos, Chris? <laughs> what sort of materials yes. were they using back yes, in those yes. days? Barnsley is tough as rust. You know that. Look at him. Nothing affects him. The way he walked through that, uh, that, as I said, that explosive environment that looked like it was an, on another world, really, yeah. otherworldly. And aren't we facing that, all of us, at this point in time? I, well, it, isn't it timely? It's a metaphor for the world yeah. Yeah. You know, falling apart at the Man, seams. Man, you know, we've, a- we've got alien overlords coming. <laughs> yes. Um, and we're losing an overlord right now, of course. And, um, and I just want to perhaps for the final time oh, oh. send my very, very best to Mr. Todd Greenberg, what, his extended family. Because he uh, is the CEO of the National Rugby League. Yes. His contract extension is up for debate right now. Right. A subcommittee Why of the... Why are we even talking about this? Because... Who's made this news? Because he has a boss yes. who's the chair of the Australian Rugby League Commission. Yes. And that's Peter Volandis. Right. New South Wales Racing Supremo. So on the pecking order, is he at the top? Well, Volandi said that if he was uh, offered the job as CEO and took it, that would be a demotion. So I think that's pretty clear. He is Paul Kent to Greenberg's Buzz Rothfield. Yes, okay. One sets the, the message, the yeah. tone, uh, the practices, the behaviour, and the other implements. Is that what you're saying? Correct. And, right. and you know the situation here at FBI when your contract is up for review. Oh, God, yeah. And you've got to negotiate the price that, and yeah, that the, the, schedule. the terms. It's do really, I get really a free difficult. coffee or not? So, so, yeah. so they form a subcommittee. Yes, they do. And then... Um, the right of that head of the subcommittee, in this case Volandis, is to actually go out to the public okay. and say what's going on and what they happen to think of oh, Todd Greenberg. Okay. Is there an issue between the clubs and Todd? Look, there is a bit of an issue. Um, you can't hide it. Some of the clubs um, aren't, certainly aren't supportive. But is he arrogant? Uh, look, I don't think he's arrogant, but some other people believe he is, and you know, and we'll address that. And, and that's part of the assessment. You know, we've all got strengths and we've all got weaknesses. You know, a good board addresses the weaknesses of, of any of its staff, and, and we'll be doing that with Todd. Now, Chris, many people have told me you're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. You're not the prettiest <laughs> face around. Uh, sometimes, you don't know, you don't, your, your cleanliness habits aren't that great. Well, that's but I've, I've always said I, I'm not one of them. Right. I've never said that. Right. Okay. That's right. I'm just putting it out there. People have said to me, that Stephen Ferris is a bit of a dickhead. Yes. Uh, that Stephen Ferris is a bit of up, up himself. Is that, have they? They go, that Stephen Ferris, he gives hubris a whole new meaning in a separate <laughs> section of the dictionary. Right? But I go, yeah. I don't say those yes, things. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's very important. Right. Uh, now, that old cliche, pot, 
Black <laughs> kettle. Vlanders. <laughs> kettle. <Greenberg>. Whatever. <laughs> I've never Man. found Mr. Greenberg arrogant. Mm. No, I might be biased because he came on this show. And hello, Peter Volanders. You're welcome. You're welcome to come yeah. on to show how a man of the people that you really are. Yeah. Hello. Well, I'd like to find out, actually, because, you know, I'm not really good at racing. And the first time I went to put a bet each way on a horse, I went up to the bookie and said, I'll have five each way yeah. on a horse and offered him $5. Apparently it was 10 Yeah, uh, right. I didn't know that. And, I mean, Volandis, I mean, if you can bring some of his skill set around gambling yes. and horse racing, yes. two of the greatest Australian traits that have ever been, if he can bring those into rugby league, because yes. there is no gambling in rugby league as far as I'm aware, yes. and um, there is no running dead as far as I'm aware in rugby league. Uh, hello, uh, what was his name? Elias? John Elias. But um, <laughs> we need that sort of uh, education. Yeah. That uh, literacy that mm. Peter Volandis could bring to fire but up. But you know who's going to be the harshest judge in this? Time. Uh, They've all come unstuck, haven't they? Well, they all... Peter Beattie, the most popular politician in the country, unstuck. Well, he came on fire up. He, he did. <laughs> Todd Greenberg, about uh -oh. to be fired. Chris, he, he came uh -oh. on fire up. Um, look, there are good guys and there are bad guys Don't in, Martin in Kennedy. rugby league. Good guys and bad guys. Let's just uh, We'll be back in a moment. This one has jumped the shark, I think, by doing the James Bond thing. What do you think, Chris? I think it jumped the shark when she did the key ad. Right. Who does she support? What colours? Uh, teal, uh, Broncos, Panthers. Canberra most recently. And maybe a bit of Canberra. Okay. You're not going to get that from Trump. I can tell you that for nothing, Chris. Well, you can't get out of free uh, ice cream. You can't get out of Europe to go get uh, ice cream in the US, which I think is the home of ice cream. There's a 4 a.m. deadline. Is that what I hear from last night or American time? S something like that. I mean, they suspended some of those fringe sports like the NBA and the NHL over there. By the way, I just want to say that a number of people might say that Peter Volandis is a bad guy. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of them. We love Peter Volandis. Always have. Love him. Always have. Uh, and his family and friends and uh, cohorts. And I, I welcome Peter Volandis to rugby league. You do welcome him. And whoever him. he appoints. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, in the wake of um, yeah. Todd. Exactly. Uh, Chris, uh, just to comment on the music, uh, and look, no offence to contemporary music, that's probably the most contemporary tune we played on Fire Up, but it just didn't quite have the zing of Junior Brown well, all did, fired did it get, up. Did it get you out of your seat, Stephen? No goosebumps, Chris. Could, could you imagine Todd saying that that's the most iconic soundtrack yes. in sports history? Is that yes. Would that have made football yes, yes, sexy? Yes, yes. It uh, is, by the way, the first song that we played on Fire Up that's been recorded in the 21st century, I believe. Yes, I believe too. Now, Chris, the other big issue that's troubling rugby league, troubling the world, dare I say, hasn't quite branched out of the global pandemic state, but it's certainly affecting everything, and we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, COVID-20? COVID-20, yes, yep. That's trouble. We've rebranded it. Now, the issues we've broken down, it's, it's intimacy 
versus isolation. The rugby league have put out an edict, uh, and they call it a breach notice if you break it, uh, of, of, of not indulging in too much intimacy. So, for example, no more high fives with fans or uh, each other. Right. So that's interesting because the news is this year that they'll actually be filming the NRA judiciary hearings live, right? And um, if they clean up the game, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than being on a judiciary and no one goes to it. Yes. Right, because there's been no incidents on the field. No. So in the same way that the New South Wales government has struggled because they formed the Public Order and Riot Squad and they're not getting enough riots, if there are not enough on-field incidents, you need the judiciary employed. Now, if, for example, you see a rugby league player shake hands after the game rather than fist pump a la... The Roosters. Elbow thump. Elbow. Straight Could, to the judiciary. Yeah. And let's face it, Chris, the referees will no longer be needed because they will be behind closed doors looking at screens. Yes. Touchies. Yeah. You know. Touchies. Don't say that, Chris. You can't have a touchy. They, they are no... Look, They're banned. Can I just make it really, really crystal clear yeah. for everyone watching the game, yeah. whoever is left... You know, because they won't be actually at the game. No. They are sideline officials. Yes. They are not touch not judges. Touch judges. They do not touch no. anything. And they don't judge people touching either, Chris. <laughs> no judgment here. No, we're, we'll, get, we'll get the Bulldogs and people judging touching <laughs> in just a moment uh, versus isolation. Now, also, apart from no high fives, uh, there are no fan selfies. Right. Now, now, I thought initially, I thought that this is finally something where technology could help us because I was saying the yeah. intimacy involved in. Excuse me, Mr. Cordner. Excuse yeah. me, uh, Mr. Cherry Evans. Could I have an autograph? Yes. And you hand a pen. There's and paper contact, it, it, all sorts yeah. of issues there. And yeah. I thought, well, just holding up a camera. Yeah. But of course, it's been pointed out to me because I've only ever taken a selfie of myself. Yes, exactly. I, it's <laughs> never occurred to me to take a picture of me with somebody. Yes, yes. But when you do, you tend to, you know, put the arm around. They say it's the circumference cheek. of a metre, Chris. Don't go within a metre. <laughs> and yet, the definition of rugby league is the greatest contact sport in the world. <laughs> how is this going to pan out, Chris? Well, it's well. I, I think how it's going to pan out mm-hmm. is that uh, take your dragons playing our tigers down at Wynn Stadium this yeah. Sunday. Oh, yes, we'll get to that. Soon. Uh, no, no one will be going. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be beha- be played behind closed doors. Binoculars, perhaps uh, from a distance. And and the thirteen players on each. Well, maybe like yeah. big screens. It'd be big like the Mardi Gras party. You can't, you can't get in to see Dua Lipa, but no. you watch it on a screen. No. <laughs> but it can't be too loud because it'll cost you too. Lang Road residents. Yeah, about two fifty a pop. <laughs> so you're outside, probably in the the nearby bars in. Wollongong, yes. and there'll be plenty of those. Yeah. And then the... Play- ten, max 10 people yes. in a room. Ten, One <laughs> metre square each. Sorry, small bars. Small bars. Thank you. Thank you for the relief of the lockout <laughs> yeah. laws. Gladys Damn, Berger. we've lost that battle already, have <laughs> we? That's right. Yeah. And then the players will be on the field yeah. in Zorb balls. <laughs> so, so, yeah, beautiful. So that'll keep them a metre or so apart. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It will, and, and now it'll still be a collision sport, yeah, yeah. but it will be rubber yeah. or plastic on vinyl. Fire on vinyl. Nothing less than progressive. <laughs> It's, Hello, we've come up with a solution already. Well, well, there's no other sport on TV because it's all been suspended. Exactly. So we'll rate it socks off, Stephen. I mean, talk about soft, Chris. <laughs> Formula One racing, NBA. <laughs> what you know? What else is there? Wait, Soccer. I'm confused about the Formula One. Yes. Right. Where's, I, I, where's the contact there? <laughs> I mean, at worst, it's metal on metal, isn't it? Absolutely. It's an old craftwork track. Absolutely. But uh, <laughs> it's just. Can now, I be the first to say, Stephen, the world's gone mad? Gone mad and politically correct at times. But anyway, this is a health issue, Chris. We've got to take it seriously. But that memo of closeness was sent to all the teams. And Craig Billing was one of the first ones to say, we get it. Uh, there'll be no, first of all, no fistfights this weekend with Manly. There'll be no high fives or no, you know, I mean, I don't know how they're going to do it because they love to get on a, like, dare I say, a wrestle tackle style well, scenario. Well, you know, rugby league, rugby league in the sort of the beady grant 
uh, Greenberg. Sheriff Grant, Smith. he's run out of town. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he was no good. Chairman Smith. I mean, when Smith Sher- did no rugby league. <laughs> and they want to replace Greenberg? Yeah. Hello. I remember what it was like under yeah. Chairman Smith. But you must remember, Chris, that everybody, even all the good guys, got, got bagged. I mean, Gallup Shocking. did a fine job, but got bagged all Shocking. the time. Yeah. Um, David who Mo- won that job? <laughs> that Smith, who couldn't identify uh, Cameron Smith or yeah. uh, uh, Wendell Sailor or any, any of those rugby league players. Yeah. But, but everyone, all those guys named Smith look the same to me, Chris. <laughs> but they came in, they cleaned up rugby league. But I tell you what, with Melbourne versus Manly, what footage are they showing? Battle of Brookvale 2011. Absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brett, uh, sorry, Glenn Stewart yeah, Glenn going Stewart. up against Adam Blair. Yeah. Because they threw a couple, Stephen. Yeah. They were able to throw a couple. They had human contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's human emotion. Yeah. And they're just trying to eliminate that. And this is the conspiracy theory. Yes. COVID-20 <laughs> yes. is designed yeah. to end rugby league. Yes. Because it's all about eliminating contact. The bloody Chinese again. Well, Bromwell I... Bishop said it right. It's a, it's, a, it's a modern form of biological warfare. Okay, so who started this thing, Chris? If you look at Contagion, you've read that? You've seen that? No, I didn't no. even watch Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. Well, okay. Because well, I'm too scared, Stephen. Too scared, okay. Well, maybe it's not the Chinese. Who else could it be then? <laughs> Rugby Union. Hello. Makes sense. AFL. We, we used to talk about Rugby League having the last card <laughs> in the pack. Rugby Union's got nothing. No, well, right? They rug- are on their knees. Look, we're all running on fear, Chris. Yeah, because let's fear. face it, Rugby Union's not a contact sport. No. And I, I haven't heard... Of all the sports that are shutting down yep. and all the press, I'm hearing nothing about Rugby Union not being played. This is no. brilliant. Raylene Castle... It's been very quiet, haven't they, Chris? They've done very well out of this season. But one team that didn't get the memo, though they were hit with a very high toll, because apparently when the Canterbury-Brankstown teams travel north, once they get out of city at Mount Coringai, they are hit with a toll of $250 as opposed to $6.75. It's like going to the Mardi Gras They party. can't go to the north coast. Well, yeah. if they do, it's going to cost them a lot of money. I tell you what, Canterbury, because they've had a pretty rough week, yeah. they're in negotiations with Donald Trump, with the contractors saying, who's building that wall at Mexico? Right. Because we need a, saying, a wall Chris? sort of built at Barara. Why and with just go back, turn around, bulldogs. They can't be trusted, is what you're saying? Don't go north. Chris, I think they're, ambas- they're ambassadors for intimacy. You think so? I think that could be it. <laughs> Why else, you know? Taking the good word of closeness and intimacy to the north. Why the north coast, Chris? It's free love. It's warmer. Warmer? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it could well have been, Chris, that they have a problem with literacy, that they didn't get the meal, they couldn't read it, and they were actually going to some students to be tutored. I tell you what, this is the problem with the NRL, which was described by Curtis Scott's former lawyer, Danny Eater's egotistical lunatics. They live in a world where they think that you send out a memo, that that's enough. I mean, aren't they recognising that the players, as the evidence is showing voluminously this week, operate in the world of Snapchat, Instagram, those sorts of things? If you don't send out the message about no contact, COVID-20, warning, 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 on those socials, they're not going to cut through. And I think what's happened to... Uh, with a couple of Bulldogs players uh, up on promotional activities in the North Coast for a trial yes, game, yes. bears that out. Yes. And in some will say this is, again, it's a battleground. Mm. It's those who uh, accept the prevailing government view, which we should all sit in our houses. Because you and I are not actually in the same studio right no, now. No, we are not. We're both broadcasting from home via Skype. It's going to be a long battle too, Chris. And the Bulldogs, those guys were saying we see a different approach mm. uh, here. And it ha- it's had fallout, Stephen. Yeah, we'll look at last night's game. Well, no one was there with them. They lost. They lost. Mm-hmm. And they've lost sponsorships, Steve. Indeed. Fired up! Fired up! Ready to go! Ready to go! Fired up! Fired up! Ready to go! Ready to go! Our baby makes me proud. Lord, don't she make me proud. She never makes a scene. Hanging all over me 
crowd Cause people like to talk Boy, don't they love to talk But when they turn out the lights I know she'll be even with me Cause when we get behind closed doors Then she lets her hair hang down And she makes me glad that I'm a man Oh, no one knows what goes on I just like to apologise to all the sponsors, all the fans out here, family, my girlfriend especially, um... Uh, it's just been a tough week for all the wrong reasons and um, I just look forward to getting back out on the paddock in a couple of weeks and uh, repaying my faith to you guys. Keep it simple. Look, Chris, you can set your clock. A week, The week of the launch of rugby, there's going to be a scandal and, and who, who wins and who loses, I'm asking you right now, Chris. Michael Hagen's name just popped into my head finally. I was trying to remember it before. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that template there, was it, it wasn't, who was that? Brett somebody or other, well, that, wasn't it? Well, that's, 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 uh, that's a boilerplate. It's pu- they just wheel it it's out beautiful bam. Because he's, he's apologised to the sponsors and because indiscretions, yeah. that's what's happened with the Bulldogs. Yeah. He says, I look forward to coming back in a couple of weeks. Self-isolation <laughs> according to COVID-20. Yes. I mean, that should go out, not as a memo, no. but as an Instagram message to all the rugby league players about well, what you yes. need to say. Even, even, even a, like, you know, those uh, teleprompter uh, political ads, that they, they just, you know, you answer the phone, boom, there it is. You can't control it. Robo, like, robo. Robo call straight Have up the season, probably two weeks before the season kicks off. <laughs> now, Chris, uh, I'm, I'm hanging my head in shame because I didn't make the uh, the Daily Telegraph Power 100 this When, uh, when did we you did... actually fall out of that list? Was that about the mid-2000s or? So far back, people weren't bored, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Scott Morrison, shark supporter. Eh? Gladys Berejiklian, manly supporter. And then we go into Peter Volandis. Who's it? Canterbury, I think, doesn't he? Volandis, I think he's um, been very, very Coy. careful to be Coy. agnostic. Number and three. isn't it fantastic to see the yep. chair of rugby league, number three in this town? Top three. Top three. Now, four, I think uh, Jerry Harvey and Katie Page are great rugby league fans. Huge. Well. I mean, yeah. Katie Page's contribution to uh, the NRL is uh, inestimable. So yep. rugby... It's, isn't it good to know, Stephen, yep. that despite everything, mm. despite the global pandemic, everything, Chris. Sydney remains a rugby league city. Town, yes. How good is that? <laughs> it's a town, Chris, not a city. Well, a small... well, I don't yeah. think we can talk about a sense of community anymore. It's just a city. It's we a go construct. through uh, Tony Shepard, uh, GWS Giants, SCG. I think that deep down he understands. That's a reach. That's a reach, <laughs> yeah. Shane Fitzsimmons, uh, Michael. And on it goes. And they have to put the three-headed beast, Alan Jones, Ray Hadley and Ben Fordham. What an unsavory sight that would be is at Cambridge with the dark of night and a laneway. I tell you what, and we missed Jones at the Juniors today. Hadley was last week. If Ben Fordham's on next week at the Juniors doing yeah. his afternoon shift on 2GB, I know where I'll be. I won't be recording the Fire Up Quite Australia podcast on the Diamantina Podcast Network. So. Right. No, you won't be. And listen, it just goes to point, uh, uh, prove your point, Chris, that Vland is number three. Yes. Chairman, CEO, Todd Greenbeard, number 15. Right. Can you imagine if this magazine's printed next week? <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> They'd have to pulp. They'd have to pulp. Are, are they having a bet each way, do you think? 15's close enough but not too close? I, I think I think Todd would be sliding out pretty quickly. I like the way Justin Hemmings is 13. Alan Joyce, who runs Qantas, is at number 17. Hello. Well, have you had the food on Qantas? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm putting Hems ahead of Joyce better, better every yes. day of the week. Now, then we're getting the serious stuff here. Number 19. Well, first of all, number 18 is Anthony Albanese, South supporter. Mm. Uh, they're Brad Fittler, number 19. 
player himself. And, uh, and New South Wales coach. coach. Yes. Right. Matty John's 21. Well, hey, Matty can do whatever he wants. Yes. He had to do his... He straddles, doesn't he, Chris? Uh, sign of the times. He had to do his Matty John show uh, with no studio audience last night, Stephen. And you know what? He got bigger laughs. <laughs> You're not saying canned, are you, Chris? Are you? I think there might have been a laugh track. Now, isn't that bizarre that we thought the dawn of the whole rugby league, and we do still stand by this, number 28, uh, Nick Politis. Well, it is the N-word in rugby league. Yeah. And uh, I think if this was an accurate poll, there'd be no doubt that it'd be Politis 1, Morrison 2, Berry Jickelin 3, right. Volandis 4. But we're, we're calling it now, in yep. advance, there will be no three-peat. No. No, the Roosters will fail dismally this year. No. The Morris Kitties are doomed. We're death riding the Morris Kitties. How dare they? No loyalty whatsoever. Well, and also, I mean, what's going on at the Roosters? Boyd Corden is not playing the first two rounds for load management Load reasons. management issues, Chris. <laughs> he really must what have put What is that? In, well, I think he put in in the pre-season. He <laughs> so they need to give him a break. But didn't you love I'm not going to say a bad word about him. In the opening to our show where uh, Todd said that rugby league is raw, unpredictable and unfiltered. Unfiltered, yes. Well, I don't know. As we pointed out previously, the Roosters and the Storm, perennial grand finalists. Yes. I mean, we do... I mean, forget... Unpredictable? Forget COVID-20. The yes. biggest crisis facing mm. this town yes. is a Roosters-Storm grand final in 2020. Totally. Because then it's not unpredictable yeah. anymore. You can see the numbers fleeing already, Chris. Yeah, They've had enough. Uh, number 30, the Prince himself, James Tedesco. I mean, the only black mark on his side, of course, is leaving the West Tigers. Yeah, the number one player... that, he'll be doomed. The number one player in rugby league, uh, and uh, he dudded my team. Yeah, and he's still striving for perfection. He'd be, he'd be in the top 10 had he not dudded my team. Exactly. Yeah. He's number 30, yeah. dud. Don't you love how Teddy says that I, I'm not there yet? Yeah. I've got more to do. And, and can I just say, God love the Daily Telegraph, you've got Teddy Tedesco at number 30, and then you've got number 33, our favorite Famous billionaires from Atlassian. Hello, changing the world. Have you ever tried to use that Jira software, Stephen? I have not. It's impenetrable. No wonder they're making so much money. They got. They no can undo it. They charge for the help desk every time you ring. Kaching, that's another dollar. Right. Uh, so that's probably about it. We've got uh, who else? We got Gus Gould. Forty-nine. That's well, bad news. You know, remember we used to do the uh, high rating and popular series, The Life and Times of Gus Gould. Yeah, yeah. We've axed it. We axed that. Well, he's, he's forty-nine. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not speaking for anyone no, anymore, no. Stephen. Well, well, why isn't Rabs number one? Particularly when we are in, can I say, the twilight of Rabs's career? Yes. And at any moment, and I mean, I implore anyone, any chance you get to turn on Channel Nine and listen to Way Warren, yeah. where he calls about seven games a season these yeah, days. That's right. It's gold, Chris. Yeah, you've got to listen yeah, because yeah. it we will when go, it's gone, Stephen. When you, it's you, gone, you'll notice and you'll miss it. You don't know what you've missed until it's gone. Okay, and uh, hello, Joni Mitchell. And this this mystifies me. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but Sam Burgess no longer plays rugby league. Yes. In this year, 2020, he's not a player. Why are you talking about Sam Burgess all he's of not a sudden? A, well, he's number 64. Oh, you're kidding In the me. 100 power ratings. You are kidding right? me. You're making that up. I'm not making that up. You are making that up. Go and steal a Herald from a, from a coffee shop as we speak, Chris. What was he, Director of Performance and Culture at South well, now? Is that about it? I'm asking. He's not a coach. No. He's not a manager. He's not an agent. No. He's not a writer. <laughs> What is he? Oh, hang on. Sorry. He's a new guest panellist on NRL 360. I stand corrected. I, I stand corrected. And then, if this is not a state of play for misogyny in 2020, Vonnie, our favourite, Vonnie, is at the, 74. Hang on. Yvonne Sampson. We heard Ben Iken saying rugby league is dot, 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 we're this. We don't need to advertise mm-hmm. how inclusive mm-hmm. we are. Am I not right in saying the co-anchors of rugby league coverage in this town, yes. in this nation, yes. are Matt Johns and Vonnie Sampson, and yeah. they're separated by 53 positions? Exactly, Chris. You're Game's got work perfect. to do, Stephen. That's outrageous. Yes, I would say we should. We go and storm, uh, is it Kipak Street now? <laughs> and we have a lie down. <laughs>
<laughs> isn't it Artaman? Isn't Fox League over at Artaman? Sorry, no, this is the Daily Telegraph. Oh, the Telegraph? Yeah. No, they, they, they're long gone from Quebec Street. I mean, I, think, I think they're produced out of Buzz's basement right. with a couple Buzz's of word processes. Yeah, a couple yeah. of word processes. Because most of the Telegraph stuff is not news. It's written months ago. Ah, I see, I see. Now, Chris, some exciting news. A couple of things are happening in Manly at the moment. Well, there's always is, exciting things happening at Manly. Gladys Berejiklian, they're, they're, no, they're no longer the dark horse underdogs, are they? They are they're, they're predicted to do very well this year. Well, everything's in place now. The yeah. Travoyevichs are on their way back. Uh, you've got uh, Des Hazler as the coach. The Demountables are the perfect place to self-isolate if need be down at Narrabeen. Right. Everything is in place for a fantastic season for the Sea Eagles. Except, Chris, a yes. couple of things could blow up on their, in, in their faces. No, sorely not. Dare I suggest that Spuddy Carroll, who's been a guest of Fire Up... And Love that's, Spud. Yeah, and that's now the kiss of death, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, true. We'll, we'll look we used at to say they're going to bigger better things, but Ben Mendelsohn, look out. You know, you're on a trouble path, well, I can tell you, son. You know, but people would say Mendelsohn's been successful. He's yeah. a character actor in Hollywood. He's not yeah. like a lead. No, he, Ben he, Mendelsohn lead. He'd be, that he, scares the kiddies. Had he not been on Fire Up, he'd yeah. be polishing the Oscar right now. <laughs> yes, exactly, Chris. So there's your difference. Now, uh, it says here that Mark Spud Carroll... Who uh, hello Spud, um, we love you dearly. We do. Uh, his wife Monique uh, coordinates the Sea Birds, who are the cheerleaders for the Manly Warringah team. Great. Okay. Now colour and movement. They've got a new look, and the headline says the cheeky monkeys. Uh-oh. Right. Okay. It may look out of place, but there's a reason why the glamorous Manly cheerleaders are going to have monkey bun. I'll say that again, monkey bun written across their backside of their outfits. Uh, this season. The Monkey Bun Burger Bar in Pitwater RSL Club has uh, come on board as a sponsor. Isn't it a beautiful coupling of, you know, money, ladies, rugby league? Buns. Buns. Backsides. I tell Do you, you what. you get that? I'm Cheeky? a wrestling fan, as you know, Stephen. There used to be a wrestler called the Junkyard Dog, and he had thump written on his butt. Yes. That made sense. To, me, made to me, that's tacky. Yeah. That's inappropriate. Yep. It's tasteless. Yes. It's Manly Rohingya. It's- <laughs> That's not all, Chris. Uh, there's more. <laughs> there's more. Now, of course, this is retroactive. It doesn't actually apply today. So, that you know, you could say that the, the muck's been sort of swept under the carpet. But a Formula Manly Seagull sponsor just got 10 years in jail. I'm sorry to hear that. You are. For cocaine for sp- supply. I was going to say, for sponsoring and, Manly? And supply it's of- a criminal offence now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and for supplying ladies of the night, Chris. Uh-huh. <laughs> cocaine and ladies of the night. That, that's, you know, that's... that's not one's a, legal, one's illegal. That's not what a rugby league sponsor does. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Melbourne. <laughs> I'm actually involved in sponsorship in rugby league, and I had a look at the terms of my contract. And I've got to say, there are a couple of clauses in there that look pretty familiar, pretty if you dodgy. ask me. Yeah. You, know. <laughs> you signed on? Well, well, I love the Tigers, Stephen. You know that. Well, you'll do anything for them, right? <laughs> anything. So a former high-flying entrepreneur, I love that, high-flying entrepreneur, crashes to earth, Chris, uh, who allegedly <laughs> supplied cocaine and prostitutes to many rugby league players. Allegedly, it says here. You're right, allegedly. But he's right. been sentenced to maximum 10 years jail for supplying commercial quantities. Uh, Robbie uh, Mellum rolled his eyes and said, excuse my language, everybody, fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> to a district court. <laughs> Is that not the greatest comeback <laughs> in court? It's, it's Roll not, the eyes. It's not exactly screaming, I'm Language not guilty. Kids, yeah. I will fight this. <laughs> this is an outrage. That's kind of an admission, isn't it? It sure is, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it says here, mate, this is the text they interrupted on his Blackberry. Who has a Blackberry, Chris? <laughs> How old is this story? <laughs> this can't be a current story, surely. Uh, he got caught by an undercover cop. He says, mate, I just got 22 loose vacuum seal pure mother pearl kegs. You can have for 185000 a lazy 185, Can you Can give them to you tonight. Pay me next week. 
Now, that's not a giveaway, Chris. I don't know what is. The sign of an unprofessional criminal is someone who communicates in code Code. of that calibre. I think it's pretty straightforward. Now, they've got a picture of these two kilos of Coke. It says here they've been wrapped in in plastic, right, (laughs) with the Red Bull symbol. Now, we know that's the the sign of class and talent, isn't it, and skill? There's a girl wrapped in In plastic. plastic, yes. Fall from Grace has been dramatic. He was once sponsored Manly at one stage, prospective buyer, and he was also... And, of course, there's no suggestion that any of the rugby league players at Manly were involved in any of these activities, Chris. We have to say that. That's really important. Yeah. You know, yeah. So the offer was made, but the offer yeah. was probably not taken yes. up. So the Sorry, S- I'm a professional rugby league player. I I'm not interested in what no, you're offering. Nor the escort agency's <laughs> seventh heaven escorts listed his business address uh, in Kira Billy, valued at $6.7 million. So there's good money in this. There is good money, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So, we won't mention the rugby league so, players. Can, can so, I just mainly say, are fighting it on a few fronts. Right. I'm, I'm absolutely amazed that that's the story that's been written every year for the last 15. But but it does just quickly, Stephen, bring up the issue of sponsorship. And, of course, one of the uh, unfortunate fallouts of the Canterbury incident was they had $2 million of sponsorship from Roche's Locked and Loaded. Yes, and it's family been restaurant. Pulled, family restaurant. Yeah. You ever been? Yeah. You ever oh, been to Rochelle? No, no. They're they right across Sydney. I think yeah, it's probably too early to talk about our end-of-season party, yeah. but I think we've got to go. But um, it's no secret that Rochelle's chicken with creamy mushroom sauce is a customer favourite and it's been on the menu since day one. It sounds yeah. great. But is that not a brilliant move by the Rochelle's people? Yes. To get, you go, how are we going to get $2 million worth of coverage yes. without actually having to shell out a yes. dollar? Yes. I know. We'll sponsor Canary because... Yes. They won't There'll let be us a down. scandal, <laughs> and straight away, prime time news. There's there's Mr. and Mrs. Roche and brother or friend, spruiking. Let me just tell you, family favourites uh, as well as amazing value, excellent service, premium locally sourced produce, and consistency across all locations. Mm, did you say locally sourced produce? Yes. Aren't the Bulldogs in Port Macquarie? Outside of that locally sourced <laughs> produce, no, I think I think you'll find Rochelle's extends all over. And Australia, dare I say, so. here are we giving them more publicity, Chris? That's right, we've made a mistake. Can I leave the last word today? Um, apart from uh, suggesting that that uh, rugby league team should have uh, theme coloured and themed uh, rugby league coloured theme masks. So that's your commercial for idea. COVID-20. So if that's successful, yes. you said you'd buy one. For, I would buy right, one for the Dragons. That, that, that makes you an entrepreneur, which puts you at risk based on it what does, we're seeing. It puts us at risk. Um, I just quickly, if, if we're spruiking, this show gets podcasts on all your good podcast services. And we're on... Spruik away, Chris. We're Fire Up, Fire Up Rugby League on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. And also, we're now doing a podcast called Fire Up's Quiet Australia are we? on the Diamantina Podcast Network. So it's a beauty. There's plenty to catch. We yeah. don't just talk football. Yeah. Yeah. We mainly talk football. Well, given that people are going to be isolated, Chris, two weeks at least minimum minimum they're going to be listening to a lot of podcasts and we're top of the list yeah audio, yeah, audio. It's, it's the salve for the 21st century uh, Chris a little bit of uh, housekeeping if I may please uh, a few texts here love and fire up great job back for another season Dave from Lily Pilly here I am struggling to find a positive saved by fire up and love fire up Jeff from Surrey Hills so you see we've got them all the hipsters and the suburbanites thank you Lily Pilly one of my favourite suburbs I think there's a Rochez at Lily Pilly I'm heading down there for lunch for the mushrooms yeah. chicken and mushrooms yeah, for the, okay. the beautiful thanks for the uh, words guys t- Chris, there was some football this weekend. Um, the Bulldogs <laughs> went down last night. Hello. No surprises there. Raiders, Titans. By the way, 8-2. to two. Mm. That is a 1980s Parramatta Canterbury score. That's the thing we've got to worry really about in football tournament. right now if that's what we're going to get Absolutely. served up. Uh, Cowboys, Broncos, new stadium. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's got some sort of Townsville Western thing. I miss one 300 miles of Smile Stadium, Steve. It's a country bank-sponsored place. Yeah. That's going to get it. Why, why would you have, I think, uh, who's, I think Val Holmes is sort of like the main face now of the... Of the um, North Queensland Cowboys, why wouldn't you get Barnaby Joyce or Angus Taylor? 
good country boys from Queensland to sponsor it. Come out rodeo style. What about that? Come out on a couple of horses. To, not a better to look for Queensland. There'll be an opening ceremony. I assume Barnaby yeah. and Angus will be part of that. Yeah, and, and of course that we drew that Tanner? line earlier. They're on the the side, of course, of the progressives. The pro- no, Chris. Oh, sorry, the other side. Bob Catter. He should be part of that opening ceremony. Go the Cowboys. And of course, we're all looking forward to Manly Belt Melbourne. Brilliant, but not Brilliant. touch them. Not touch them, no. Uh, Panthers, Roosters, and we're death riding the Roosters or, or every game this year. Is that correct? The father and son combination of Nathan and Ivan will bring victory to the Panthers. And then your team and my team are it, facing up on Sunday night. In the Zorballs. In, in the gong. Now, Chris, last phrase, if I could, to Gordon, tell us. Coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. Mm, coronavirus. Like oh, dear. Well, at least we're not talking about climate change. <laughs> 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 that's put off the paper. Oh. Well, it's a bit out of our depth, Gordon. <laughs> it's a little out of our depth. <laughs> I don't go up in Townsville. Save it. It's been climate change. Can you save it? It's been climate change for 46 years. Back on, back on, back on, back on. I'm not worried about us when it was 40 degrees 40 years ago. I'm a little kid playing in the sandpit. Where were you then? Now, Chris, we just want to say there's no, there's nothing funny about COVID-20. Nothing, funny, Nothing about funny about climate, climate change. change. No. And the great thing about Gordy Tallis, like with Matt Lodge, he yeah. said it to our faces, Stephen. It's straight to our faces. Chris, we'll see you next week, OK? Bye-bye. <laughs>